Politic Podcast, the show for normal Americans. From this undisclosed bunker, here's your host, Tony Reed. But you got this important book out, um, and I, I have to ask you so, uh, in after decades of running the company, oh, Rupert yes. Murdoch announced that he was going to step down. He's passing the baton to Lachlan Murdoch. There's a lot of intrigue around this family and this, you know, is it going to look different under the sun? Tell us what we can expect and what you learned in writing this. Right. Rupert Murdoch was so cozy with Donald Trump at the start of the Trump presidency. Mm -hmm. They were best buds on the phone. The relationship fell apart. He hates Trump now, but Rupert's handed off to his son, Lachlan. And this is really real life succession. This is, you know, crazy billionaire Thanksgiving. You know, Lachlan Murdoch is just as conservative as his dad, mm. but is not as interested in politics, doesn't care as much about politics. So I'm told he doesn't really like Trump, but he's also not doing anything to try to step in the way of this anti-democratic movement. Uh, so it's ultimately driven by the ratings. Well, the, uh, yes, that's right. And the other brother, James, he's on the outside. Maybe yeah. someday he can take over. I mean, that's sort of the cliffhanger in the book, what's going to happen in the event of Rupert Murdoch's death. Uh, but that's awkward to say out loud. And right now, James is just on the outside. Right. And he's well, less conservative, correct? Yeah. He definitely has more of a vision of dragging Fox back to reality. Can I mention one thing? I do think, because I, I have a few friends at Fox, they have a handful of very good reporters like Trey Yanks, Jennifer Griffin, people who cover actual news, and it is so hard for that journalist, those journalists, that they have to be next to basically people espousing propaganda. That's what makes it a very uncomfortable environment. It's multiple things in one. Fox, though, it still is the beating heart of the GOP. Yeah. I think it's really important to study it for that reason. Mm -hmm. We have to know how it works and how it sometimes doesn't work, how it goes wrong, because we should all advocate to have a truthier, healthier environment. Truthier. That's why I love this show. Like you guys are louder than the liars. You guys are louder than the liars. You're welcome at this tape. And welcome back to Flyover Politic Podcast. It's the 6th of December, year of our Lord, 2023. That's Brian Seltzer, and he's a cockhead. God, I hate that fucking guy. Louder than the liars. That is one of the greatest clips we'll ever see in our lifetime. Because they just don't understand. They are the liars. You know, both sides lie. You know, we know that. I've realized I've had both earbuds in and it's, uh, yeah. So today we're going to do um, a little politics up front. Got quite a bit of weird ass um, sound bites for different subjects. We're going to do a music review. We're going to do TikTok and a quick woke. So right up front, we had another peaceful protest. I'm going to let this run, and you're going to see the peaceful protest, and then you're going to hear the two networks that actually covered the peaceful protest, because I remember this was bad to do things like this when you're not a prop.
Right now, there is growing backlash after a scene outside of a Philadelphia restaurant. Hundreds of people mobbed the street outside this restaurant. The governor says they targeted the restaurant because the is owner is Jewish and Israeli. Governor Josh Shapiro called this a blatant act of anti-Semitism, not a peaceful protest. And he also said this is reminiscent of a dark time in history. Representative Brandon Boyle also responding, calling the scene despicable, adding that Philadelphia stands against this sort of harassment and Tonight, the White House is condemning a pro-Palestinian protest outside a Jewish-owned restaurant in Philadelphia as completely unjustifiable and anti-Semitic. Stephanie Gosk is there for us tonight. At Goldie Falafel Shop in Philadelphia, a lunchtime rush. Little sign of the scene Sunday night, where police say four to five hundred protesters gathered. They accuse the restaurant, co-owned by Israeli chef Michael Solomonov, of supporting genocide in Gaza. Today, the White House called the protest anti-Semitic. Pennsylvania's governor said it echoed 1930s Germany. The purposeful gathering of a mob outside of a restaurant simply because it is owned by a Jewish person? Well, sorry about the mic there. I don't know what's going on. Every time I turn it on, it acts really crazy. Um, but, you know, th this is the world we're in. We're, we're Unfortunately, you can rip shit up, terrorize, fuck with people. You can do whatever the fuck you want because you're a lefty, but if you're a righty, those would be called protests. Calling for the death of people would not be protests. It would be what it is. Fucking fucked up shit. I'm telling you, it's fucked up. We spent most of Trump's thing saying he was an anti-Semite and blaming him for these mass shootings or people doing anything to Jews. Because he was somehow an anti-Semite, even though his son-in-law was a Jew. Yeah, that didn't make much sense to me either. But now you literally see who they are. And it's a bonus, because we get to see what they really are, and they're garbage. But while that's happening all over the world, this is happening at home. So that's like not good. I mean, and, and remember, they want more people coming in. I can't get the video, but Dick Durbin wants to build an army of illegal immigrants. Basically, rebringing up, you know, the old days where if you fought in the war, you get free um, citizenship. How is how are how are Americans not upset about this? How? Anybody? I don't I don't understand how uh, how people aren't fucking pissed off. 
because you know I I that border man it, it is so many fucking people it's not even it it's so bogus. Then uh, Cheney came out with a book this week, so I, I would be remiss if I did not cover um, the whole Cheney thing. Um, you know, before I do this, this is that soapbox shit I talk about. Every religion on planet Earth is okay and must be protected by our Constitution, except Christianity. So, um, the the best, the biggest Catholic of our time, like the Catholic Biden, was talking about Bobert. And he did the sign of the cross. Now to politics at home. Believe it or not, this afternoon is actually a perfect snapshot in time. A still frame, emblematic of an absurdly asymmetrical chapter in American political history. Just think about it. On one hand, the President of the United States, so confident in his achievements, travels the country, reminding voters just how much it is he has accomplished. Two years since signing that historic bipartisan infrastructure bill into law, President Biden is now firmly on the political offensive. He celebrated the effects of his climate policies in Colorado, in the district represented by Congresswoman Lauren Boebert. A massive failure, that's a quote, is how Boebert described Biden's climate policies. A line the president was then happy to turn around at a wind turbine factory yesterday. Quote, you all know you're part of a massive failure, he said to laughs, making the sign of the cross at Boebert's name. Why, why is that okay? Why, why is that okay? I, we're going to... We're going to get to this in just a second. But double mass shooting over weekend set grim U.S. records. And then you get into these numbers, and it's another one of those uh, Venn diagrams that... (sighs) The thing that's so stupid, and I I don't want to keep beating the dead horse, but this doesn't count Chicago. It doesn't count those. They only count everything else. And there was a big push to get rid of guns this week. I'm not going to cover it because it's not going to go anywhere. Thanks to the house. It's not fucked up. But there was also a shit ton of this crap. This, the New York Times ran it. This is going to be a special episode by The Atlantic. And it's the Atlantic warns of the consequences of Trump wins a second term. Two dozen Atlantic writers on how a second term could shatter norms of the courts, education and military, foreign policy, immigration, abortion rights, and science and gender. So I once again want to go, courts, only righties go to jail. Lefties don't get charged. We're going to see in a second. I actually have a case that I'm going to blow up about. Education, all we're doing is teaching BLM shit and everybody needs to be trans. The military, it's a science project. Nobody wants to go in anymore. Nobody wants it. Foreign policy. Tell me where he's done anything good foreign policy. We're at war everywhere. There was no war on Trump because he was unstable. Immigration. You've let 8 to 20 million people. Who the fuck knows anymore? Abortion rights. You can still get an abortion. Gender. Yeah, you guys don't even know what gender is anymore, so what are you talking about? So we're going to cover this Atlantic stuff because... 
it's going to be pretty interesting. I, I got to admit, it, it, it is just, it is really funny to me that these people say shit like that when there is nothing normal about this current presidency. There's nothing normal. We've broken all sorts of norms. Democrats have broken it. We impeach people over nothing. But when you want to impeach somebody, no, you can't impeach them because they've done nothing wrong. But there's direct proof that, let's be honest, they did something in China. I, I, I don't care what you say, that, that they, they did something in China. China's not good. So now Liz Cheney came out with a book and she got nothing but airtime. If you thought the first term of Donald Trump was bad, buckle up. Uh, Liz Cheney said, you know, we're sleepwalking into dictatorship. I'd say we're careening into it. Donald Trump is telling us what he's going to do in a second term, and we need to listen to it. Um, he says that in the first term, a lot of the worst in instincts were stifled by two things. Him not knowing how the hell the federal government works and people saying, yo, you got to run for re-election. Those things are not the case in a second election. No. He knows how to weaponize the federal government. He's planning to fire civil servants with expertise and nonpartisan people, staff the government with loyalists. He has an enemies list, which, by the way, includes the media. He came after MSNBC. He will truly go after the media in a second term. That's us. And we can't take him, we can't take him lightly because I can tell you right before I resigned, I was in an Oval Office meeting with a dozen, a dozen other staffers, and somebody had he thinks leaked a story about him going to the bunker uh, during the George Floyd protest. And he said, whoever did that should be executed. He's used that terminology. He's used it talking about Chairman Milley. I cannot raise enough alarm bells about how dangerous he is and how he needs to be stopped at all costs. But I just, I do wonder, um, you know, are people listening? Are people hearing yeah. these alarms? Because you're not the only one that's raising these alarms. I mean, we're seeing people with great credibility raising these alarms and the 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 polls i know whoopi hates the polls but but it just seems like the very feeling in the country is he's going to be the nominee no matter what okay. and and i will say this i never thought i would say that liz cheney is probably our savior here because she voted 93 after losing her 2022 republican primary cheney traded the u.s capitol dome for the Thomas Jefferson designed rotunda at the University of Virginia, where she has been lecturing on politics and writing a new book, Oath and Honor. Let me ask you about that oath. If a person is a member of Congress and they've sworn an oath to defend the Constitution, can they defend the Constitution and also endorse Donald Trump? No. So they're, inconsistent. they're breaking with their oath by saying they would like him to be the next president. In my view, you know, fundamentally, there is a choice to be made. You can't both be for Donald Trump and for the Constitution. You have to choose. It's a lot of people who are choosing Donald Trump. Yeah. When you look at you, you, those who are still behind in Washington, who do you see that's going to stand up to him? Well, I, I think that's exactly the danger that we face if you think about the future. Um, you know, I, there have been uh, editorials written uh, saying, well, you know, this was in the Wall Street Journal a few weeks ago. You know, if Donald Trump is, is elected again, we really don't have to worry because the, the institutions of our government will prevent, you know, the worst that he will attempt to do. That nothing could be further from the truth because those Republicans, you know, a House with Republicans like Mike Johnson, uh, a Senate with people like Josh Hawley and Mike Lee, they won't stand up to him. The other thing that's really important in this regard is he will not abide by the rulings of the courts. And I think people really need to pause and think about what that means. A president who won't enforce 
court rulings with which he disagrees, um, as soon as that happens, then people need to recognize um, immediately, you know, we are unraveling the fundamental structures and, and systems that make us a nation of laws. And so uh, there won't be any guardrails to stop him. Jesus Christ. You know, once again, they fucking hate her. They'll never vote for this girl. But now we got an independent third party. Rachel Maddow, is this as weird for you as it is for me, Liz Cheney? It's pretty weird, yeah. But this interview is happening because they agree that Trump's threat to democracy supersedes every other political argument. In case you missed it, Liz Cheney has been on liberal media tour warning if Trump became president again, he would try to be president forever. Oh, kind of like what the Dems are doing? I mean, did anybody ever look? Did anybody look at their fucking voter rights? It basically read, A, we're going to ensure Democrats win forever. That's that's what we did. So, yeah, I, I think all of this is fucking horse shit. It's garbage. And they once again would never in a million years vote for this lady. Um, I'm going to put this out separate. I'm going to just run this as its own podcast. So today you're going to see two pop up. This guy did a whole series on how it was bullshit. And he's a cop. So we're going to have that. Um, his name is Tariq Johnson. It's going to be a separate podcast. I'm going to read really quick about it, and then we're just—I'm just going to play it. So that's that's what you're going to—that's what you're going to see. All right. Um, this is what I was talking about last week. Two of the three defendants who burned down the Atlanta Wendy's restaurant during the 2020 BLM riots received sweet plea deals. Natalie Hannah White and Chris Tide pled guilty to arson. The first count degree was second count. Merged into the first count because they're on the same team. Neither of them will serve prison time, only community service and a $500 fine. Remarks. I'm trying to get there. It's all magic. I wonder why criminals feel they can do what they want. What about the employee in the business? What about J6? What about those guys? considering all of them got jail time, even if they weren't there. They arrested motherfuckers that weren't even there. They... Mm. That shit just fucking pisses me off. It just pisses me off. And so does this tramp still being in the news. Why is Hillary still in the news? We're seeing uh, and beginning to pay attention and to count and record uh, the deaths that are related to climate and by far the biggest killer is extreme heat. I mean, even in Europe last summer, which uh, has the ability to count and figure out what happened, they recorded 61,000 deaths because of the heat in Europe. We don't have that kind of number yet from Africa, Asia, Latin America, but we know and estimate that we probably 
uh, could uh, measure about 500,000 deaths. And the majority of those are women and girls, and particularly pregnant women. Why is she still on TV? And now she's part of the crazy cult. Responses. There are fewer climate weather related deaths today than were 100 years ago. These people are fucking frauds. Hillary Clinton versus climate reality. Climate reality is still undefeated. Deaths in climate related disasters declined 99% from a century ago. And that was printed in 2022. They just make shit up, man. It's so frustrating sometimes because you're like, wow. Then you got this. Look at that. 270K just to paint BLM on a fucking street. And then our last crazy one, and then we're going to do a little Hamas, a little craziness, one more sound bite. I really tucked everything down, and then we're going to get into fun shit. This is Carvel again with these fear-mongering, and this is all they got. This is how they think they're going to win an election. He was supporting the idea that what we heard when you went through the You're exactly right. It was the greatest act of Jew washing I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) He said something like that. (laughs) Yeah, I've never heard that term. Well, I mean, it's what it's what you do when you you screw yeah, oh, up. Oh, and you I go, get it. I, I, right. If I say anything, I mean, mm. come on. I, look, I have no no idea. The last thing I want to do is pick a fight with a guy worth a trillion dollars. But <laughs> that dude is weird, man. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, yeah. that's something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, James, uh, you famously said it's the economy, stupid. But voters seem to be responding to positive economic news. Voters don't seem to be responding to positive economic news in the polls. How do you explain this? Well, you know, you got 60% of the Republicans who believe the Earth is 6,000 years old. Oh, that's all not right. a good but answer. If, well, I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> you say the polls, okay. right, you deal with 5.6% growth. All right? I, I, by any record, now, people don't feel it. And I, look, I think, I think we, should, we should have made a change. I, 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 you and I agree on that. And I don't know how much of it is is that they can't see beyond the president. If, uh, I mean, a cost of living has, ha- has hurt people. But you just can't look at this economy and go out and say this is a bad economy. You, that, that's impossible. But that's not really what you want to tell the voters. Well, I, yes, the, I, but I'm not running for office, Bill. I'm, asking, I'm answering a question okay, on but, a television but, show. <laughs> if I wasn't answering the same Okay, but, you're, but you're, uh, the reason why you're on a television show is because you're a known strategist. So right. what we're asking for your strategy, and your right. strategy seems to be to tell the voters you don't know what you're talking about. Well, I, and I, I don't think that's say, a good way I, to get elected. Not, and I'm not I, a strategist. I would, I would not say that. But you can't. <laughs> you just said it to me. <laughs> but he's but, not but running I, for office. I, mean, I know, but the people. I, here's I, here's what I think it is. People, the things that like you can cite the statistics, and yes, inflation is going down. It's going in the right direction. But the things that pe- the things people buy every day in this country: bullets, eggs, <laughs> gas. Ga- gas is down. Yeah, not here. I go, I'm just telling you, the price of gas, yes, we, we produce right. more, we pump more oil than we ever have in history. Anyway, we pump more oil in Saudi Arabia. All right, just so you know that. But if you ask people, do you think that the, the Democrats and Biden is, you know, oh, yeah, of course he is, 100%. It, it, I can't, the fact that people believe something doesn't make it a fact. 
There's a big story in the Wall Street Journal today. The crime rate has dropped significantly. Try to tell, argue with someone, but the, the, the crimes per 100,000, I think, was 738, and you're down to 362 or something like that. You, you, you got to sit here and act like I'm a factual klutz because somebody bleeds something that's not true. I, I don't buy that. Okay. Well, then we'll move on. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> so, uh, Mike Johnson, he's from your home state of Louisiana, oh. the Speaker of the House. I read today he wrote a foreword in a book right. that describes to conspiracy theories and homophobic insults. I thought, Mike, Mike Johnson wrote the foreword to the Bible? Uh, <laughs> Do you think Mike Johnson can hold his party together now that he has taken the mantle? Well, first of all, I don't think he can hold his party together. Second of all, you're exactly right. Mike Johnson and what he believes is one of the greatest threats we have today to the United States. When I, 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 I promise you, I know these people. Well, you're talking about Christian nationalism. That's absolutely. This is a, a bigger... Everything with these people is this. This is all they have. This is all they have. This is how they win elections. Damning new files reveal government effort to spy on and silence speech. These are all the Twitter files. It just keeps getting worse and worse. I don't want us to ever forget this. They collected everybody who even liked his stuff. Election interference. Google continues bearing Biden opponents before fourth debate. It is still happening. When you search for a Republican, you're going to get Biden shit. We find out that once again, this fucking piece of shit got access to Twitter. Like she could go through stuff. That piece of shit. What qualifies her to break privacy? Biden admin pressured YouTube to censor Americans, and it happens all the time. I watch three or four shows right now uh, at Jen, the Hodge twins, which they're kind of vulgar sometimes, so I'm not really into them. Uh, Let me say some fucked up shit I used to say in my previous life, but I won't say it now, uh, especially with women. It's fucked up. I'm just saying it's fucked up shit. And it ain't right. Just, it ain't right. It's wrong. The New York Times I talked about earlier. Let me see. Do I have those? There? That's the one we talked about. This is the one. More than anything else, Mr. Trump vowed to use the Justice Department to wreak vengeance against his adversaries as a naked challenge to Democratic values. Okay, I want us to stop for just a second. Are we not just doing that right now? We're already doing it. So what are you talking about? We're doing it. The DOJ goes after righties all the time for praying on sidewalks, for fuck's sake. All right. And then we have this soundbite, and 
I guess we've got a couple more and we're done. But this is Kennedy. Why didn't the FBI just say, hey, the laptop is real? Ray, we have to be very careful about what we say, especially in the middle of an election. Why didn't the FBI just say, hey, the, 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 the laptop's real? Why didn't you just tell everybody the laptop's real? We're not vouching for what's on it. But it's real. This isn't a, 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 a fiction. Well, I, I, as you might imagine, the FBI cannot, especially in a time like that, be talking about an ongoing investigation. Second, I would tell you that at least my understanding is that both the FBI folks involved in the conversations and the Twitter folks involved in the conversations both say that the FBI did not direct Twitter to uh, suppress. But that others were story. in government. Well, I can't, again, I can't speak to others in government. Now, that's part of the point that I was trying to make because the Fifth yes, Circuit's sir, but opinion. But you're the FBI. You're not part of the White House and part of Homeland Security. You're not supposed to be political. You see all this controversy going on. Why didn't the FBI say, time out, folks. We're not getting in the middle of this, but the laptop's real. Again, we have to be very careful about what we can say, especially in the middle of uh, an election season because that's precisely some of the problems that led to my predecessors' uh, negative findings from the Inspector General. Did you hear a gavel? Thank you, sir. I heard Kennedy. a gavel. This wouldn't fly. If the reverse was on there, the, the FBI director would be fired. Let's be honest. I mean, come on. So, Hamas, I've scaled it down to two bites. Japapagakadakawaka and her... The rapes aren't real. And I'm trying to find where I got this video. Hold on a second. Shit. Sky News. What's with the crowd? Are they all Hamas, Gazan bystanders? Sky News says there's no electricity or power cell phone in Gaza. I was going to play that soundbite, but I think we covered it last time. And here's the reality. They're filming this. I want to ask you about uh, sexual violence. And the, it's kind of remarkable that this issue hasn't gotten enough attention uh, globally. Widespread use of rape, uh, brutal rape, sexual violence against Israeli women by Hamas. Um, I've seen a lot of progressive women Generally speaking, they're quick to defend women's rights and speak out against using rape as a, as a weapon of war, but downright silent on what we saw on October 7th and what might be happening inside Gaza right now to these hostages. Why is that? I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know that that's true. I think we, we always talk about the impact of war on women in particular. In fact, I remember 20 years ago I did a petition around the war in Iraq. Have you said, saying have that, you talked about it since oh, October absolutely. 7th? And I've condemned what Hamas has done. I've condemned Specifically all of women. the actions. Absolutely. The, the rape, the, of course. But I think we have to remember that Israel is a democracy. That is why they are a strong ally of ours. And if they do not comply with international humanitarian law, they are bringing themselves to a place that makes it much more difficult strategically for them yeah. to be able to build the kinds of allies, to keep public opinion yeah. with them. And frankly, 
uh, morally, I think we cannot say that one war crime deserves another. That is not... Yeah, nothing's changed over there, man. Susan Sarandon apologizes. Jews are getting the taste of the Muslim. Yeah, she regretted it, and she withdrew it. Mayim Blayak. There have been abhorrent conspicuous absence of women's organization around the world unequivocally condemning the sympathetic, systematic rape and torture of women on October 7th by a mosque. Brutal gang rape, sexual torture, and believe and murder of fetuses happened, period. Where are the believe all women? Now, finally did it. We are witnessing the tragedies that are occurring to Israel and Palestine. Innocent women and children must be safeguarded. Now stands with women and children. But it took them to October 13th. Somebody said, you didn't mention the use of rape as a weapon. Of course not, because it was Jews. This is the one that I worry about the most. That is blood from being raped. The key word here, Aaron Mate, is stories. To date, there is no physical evidence of rape by Hamas militants, nor any purported rape victims offer direct testimony. There are only outlandish stories like this from a purported male witness who uses odd language to describe. She has blood in her ass. So, that's ass rape. He goes on to say it's just people making things up. That woman, let's look at this picture. That's not shit. That's blood. You've never seen dried blood. That's what it looks like. A.G. Hamilton. Because it's the thing now. It's all made up. It's not real. A seemed detestable people spent yesterday dismissing reports of extensive rape at 10-7 based on lack of direct testimony from the murder rape victims. Here's just some of the most evidences reported in recent weeks by the UN. And he just shows link after link after link. And I don't have to because I've already done it. Once again, it's only women they like. A conservative woman gets raped. What is her name? The reporter gets raped. She was a lib people care she gets sexually harassed now she's middle of the road nobody gives a fuck it's not a story that's pretty much believe all women yeah that's that's gone imagine destroying chicago in self-defense chicago and gaza have roughly a similar population size let's substitute chicago for gaza and describe the scale of events in miser in 1948 chicago residents are forced from their homes and subjugated to brutal sorry i'm making it wait Brutal occupation. And this Peter Dow motherfucker thinks that's the same thing. Between 2008 and 22, more than 6,000 Chicagoans are killed. 
In retaliation, Chicago militants stormed the occupiers in October 23, killing and kidnapping hundreds of civilians and occupiers inside the appropriate response. The love of vultures in the entire city of Chicago. And that's how they're arguing it now. Arguing it. Arguing. Once again, this is all arguments purported by people who know nothing. They're Jon Snow. They just know nothing. The enemy puts people in the way because that's how they can win. It's simple as that. It's, it's not that difficult of a story. They can win the fight by making sure that they win the PR fight. And the left and the media is doing it for them because they fucking hate conservatives. And Israel and Jews are very conservative. They forget that Jews vote for them. Don't know why, but they do. And once again, have you stumbled on the, I'm not a Trumper, I'm not a Republican, I just think our media is garbage. So that's today's politics. We're going to go into a quick, um, Ida Fair, I, I laughed so hard at this fucking video. Um, it was from SNL, Naked in New York. And then we're going to come into music review. Sunburned on my ass, but my 
my nipples are hard because it's freezing cold out. Throwing the recycling in with the garbage. Chasing as a traffic cop. Pulling leaves out of a sewer with my butt to the heavens. Rubbing my body on a bed bug mattress. Taking off graffiti in my chest is jiggling. Squatting as I try to catch rats. Because when the world has got you down, you can always turn your luck around. If you just ride on the back of a garbage truck fully naked in the middle of New York City at 11 a.m. I'm swishing my toes in a mystery liquid Working really hard in the middle of Midtown Help and make the city the best And I've got windburn on my cheeks But I'm totally at ease When my big fat ass is flapping in the Okay, we're going to start with uh, Sleep Token. It's not even on this. This is called Hypnosis, a song I actually uh, haven't heard. So I'm going to turn the audio down just a little bit. Hypnosis. Same kind of format. You've got a really good guitar. I just love the tunes they pick up. It's very different. Turn down a bit, sorry. If I still was old, Tony, I'd be going to New York Music City, or the Radio City Hall, or playing in May. I'd have tickets.
has a couple breakdowns. That's pretty much it. So I don't want to play the whole damn song. It's really, it's a really long song, but it's all about the guitar. It's just a great band. They're playing Wembley, and one of the guys I cover or watch, Metal BRB. He's going there, and if you've never seen him, it's just Metal BRB on YouTube. He kind of the guy that brought us a bunch of music that we didn't listen to. He's a Canadian. He got invited. They're bringing him to Wembley, and I can't wait for the review on that. But here's just a little bit of a show, um, kind of where I got the little ideas to try these little music things on Bogart and other people's ideas. Good morning, guys. So different kind of video today. It's going to be for a very chill song, and it's one of my favorite discoveries of 2023 next to black shape so if you haven't seen my black shape video i highly recommend it because that song is also incredible that's also not metal but basically it's perfect for a night drive the band is called no kind of rider with the song autumn it's very chill indie rock so it's a big change of pace but i also love showing you guys you know my different kind of taste in music because i don't listen to metal all the time sometimes i really need those palate cleansers outside of the channel so if you also need something that's a little bit more chill and soft, then I hope this is the perfect song for you. And I hope they enjoy it as much as I do. But I think that's all we really need for Chit Chat. So no kind of rider, Autumn. I'm gonna list a little bit of the song. I didn't, I just picked a random. Anyway. We won't go through the whole song, but that's that's one guy. And then I have this guy. Uh, you know, I don't like metalcore. I, I still need a hook. I, I need some kind of chorus that's singable. That makes sense. So I don't dig a lot of the stuff this guy does. But he is Orion Reacts. And let me make sure I got it how he said it right. O-H-R-I-O-N. Blah. B-L-E-G-H. He, he hit this. The guy's got a lot of subscribers, and they sell his hats everywhere, but this is one of his. we got a new band here called Inflictions. Never heard of them before. The song is called Don't Open, Dead Inside. These guys are from the UK. They got some upcoming gigs, which I'll leave in the description below. Get the social medias and everything. Get this one on your playlist if you like what you hear. Feels like a pretty new band. 147 views in two weeks. 178 subscribers. See what they got. Let us know in the chat. Chat, chat it up. They're going to be watching. They're going to be reading your they comments. They do Twitches and do live. and It's on really Twitch. interesting. They got on a lot Twitch. of people Twitch. doing it. Get over here, TikTok on Twitch. Getting creepy already. Let's go. We like creepy. Anyway, so it's a good source if you're like me and you're you're just in these, you know, once again, I keep everything's Taylor Swift, the most songs, everything. And, and she's an incredible artist, the greatest of all time. I got it. It's just not my bag, you know. Other than 1989, I just can't find a song that I can identify with cuz I got to have, I mean, she has great melodies, great tunes, but I have to have some fucking guitar. It's just me that's what i need and i don't know why but i i gotta have some sick fucking guitars um 
coming coming hard. I just need that. I need it just sometime. Not that's not a sexual. That's not what I meant. But you know, just really hard guitars every once in a while, because for some reason that's just what floats my damn boat. Um, like some people need a fiddle, some people need a banjo. At one time in my life, I really had to have sax. I needed a saxophone. I love saxophones. It was my deal. I was really heavy into jazz. Um, pretty much until I guess my senior year, I kind of um, backed off the jazz. But jazz, jazz was my shit. So the next one we're going to go into, let me see. This is uh, Spirit Box. It's been recommended by all these guys, and I never got into it. This is super poppy. Um, but goddamn, I love this song. It's called Ultraviolet. And of course, the video is 5,000 pixels too big. We'll put it right there. So here you go. I'm gonna play the whole song because this one's low or slow or short. Come beautiful chorus. Swiftish, you know, it's a nice, beautiful melody, but you got some power chords. I'm sure Matt hates it, but I love this song. Nice. And they, they call it a breakdown. I call it a guitar solo type thing. It comes in a second. It's pretty cool.
Here it comes. All right, so that was uh, Spirit Box Ultraviolet. Really like it. For those that want something more heavy, well, that lady who just sang so beautifully screams, like really screams. It's pretty scary, like one of my wife's horror movies. This is uh, Bring Me the Horizon. And what I hate about this is this is what my kids used to listen to. And I hated this whole screamo thing, but I don't know. It was on one of the reviews, and I think it was uh, Metal BRB, B-I-R-B. He, he did this, and I just went, well, goddamn, this song's really good. So, little uh, high on the octave, boy band, screamy shit. Yeah, that kind of sucks, but I don't know. This song kind of wore on me. So, uh, this is called Throne. The nice little intro. Yeah, it's kind of this uh, boy band sound, but this comes pretty good right here. All right, that song pretty much just repeats all the way out, which is a little bit of a bummer because uh, I liked it, but it was very, you know, very repetitive. But it starts my playlist. It's the first thing I listen to at 4.30 in the fucking morning when I go out to uh, start walking, like this morning where it was freaking cold as shit. So it's a good intro. Then an old song, and it came back to me from... um, God, where was it? Oh, it was um, Metal B.I.R.B. had a worst album for a good band, right? Like there's like 
these bands put out albums. People fucking hate them because they change. Or like Deftones. If you're a Deftone fan, you go with the changes. They come up with some crazy ass shit. And sometimes it's way off. And sometimes it's way on. So, I mean, it's like, okay, that's cool. Like if we ever could get Smile. I mean, it's my favorite song ever ever made but they won't even put out the album now there's talk they might put out the album but that song you can only get on SoundCloud you can't download the shit and it's just such a beautiful song um, so this supposedly are like 10 bands he was covering and all these al- albums were hated but there was a good song on it so All That Remains which was one of my son's bands I remember him listening to this and this is called The Waiting One. I used to rock this shit. I, when I was doing the director job and I drove all over the country, this fucker was on repeat a lot. It's got kind of a um, classic rock uh, opera guitar type thing, which is kind of cool. Guitars, here we go. Love these guitars. It's got a glorious guitar line in there coming up. These don't have guitars in Oh, oh, oh. This is so fucking right out. 
nice. Okay, so that's our music review for the day. Um, once again, check out that Metal B-I-R-B and Orion Reacts. They're on Instagram, fucking TikTok, Chippity Chap, every freaking app. I, I even tried stupid... SNL had some app, but it's like for you and your friends, and you send them a picture. Really kind of weird. I tried it for a day and shut it off. So now it's time to go on into our... TikTok with some more dad counsels people who don't give a fuck what he says. Okay, per SOP, these are just randos, and here we go. That's kind of sad, um, but I don't think this is the route to go. I just don't think you should air your business. I have a couple of these today, which are kind of fucked up, um, where they're directly dogging somebody, but, um, you know, I don't understand the younger lover thing. I see that a lot on TikTok. It just shows guys just going through the midlife and they don't realize that's not going to bring them happiness. You can go freaking you know granted I, I came out and I, I looked for the oat bag but I couldn't find it so I didn't sell any goddamn oats I, I got married um, so I don't know what the oat sewing bag looked like but I do know that sex ain't gonna fix it isn't sex that's gonna make you feel better it's your relationship sucks you, know, you just need to talk I mean that's all it is this week I had to come to Jesus with my wife that I didn't want to be roommates I mean, I know you can't make love to me anymore. I know it hurts. That's great, but we could hold hands. You can occasionally say I look handsome or some shit because I compliment you constantly, and I need to be complimented. So, you know, she didn't realize it, and she's accordingly changed because she's going through her shit, and you go through your shit, and relationships are hard shit. I mean, you've got to work on it, but going out and fucking some young girl, A, just shows you want to get laid, and B, you know, I've given a lot of thought because I walk, and that's like an hour and 40 minutes every day for six miles. 15-minute mile. You know, um, I don't know how you could do that. I don't. I, I, I just don't know how you could do that because you're going to leave somebody really lonely. I mean, you're just looking at your own personal gratification, but marrying a 30-year-old, because I had an army buddy who just did this, dumped his wife, married some 35-year-old girl that could be his daughter. And in 20 fucking years, he's going to die. And then she's going to be alone for 20 fucking years. And I don't know how you do that to somebody. I just don't understand it because I couldn't do it. Granted, I was raised by a woman and I think like a woman and shut up, Matt. Um, You know, I just, relationship-wise, I just couldn't do that to somebody. I think it'd be really fucking mean because... Right now in my relationship, that's all I think about. I'm going to croak and she's going to be alone because she doesn't have any friends but me. Because she chose that. I kept telling her to make friends. She didn't. And I worry about that. Her just here by herself. That makes me sad. I don't worry about me dying. You know, I'm old. I'm going to die. I'm 56. It's coming. The Reaper is right around the corner. 
But if that's how you act, you're kind of a dick because that 30-something-year-old is going to be fucking alone. Next one, topless chick in a farm field. I swear to God, I just pull him as I go. Cuddles in our blanket fort. I like her tat. I suck at talking stage. I'm ready to fuck and then lay in your bed. That's what I just said. I guess she's being direct. Granted, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. If guys say this shit, it's okay. So I understand a woman saying it, but I just don't know why you blast this on TikTok. Um... Don't get it. Doesn't make sense to me. I think this is a crying one. I can't remember. So my car no, has it's a little not. bit of I'm a funk going on. I don't know what it is. It's just a little bit stinky in here, okay? And you know these guys. These. Oh, I fucked up. I'm so sorry. Let me restart it. Here so we go. my car has a little bit of a funk going on. I went to delete some. I don't know some. what it is. It's just a little bit stinky in here, okay? And you know these guys. These guys don't do anything. They smell great for like a day. <laughs> Let's unbox. Just gonna use my keys to do. Okay, this is an ad. Sorry. Next. Uh, I screwed that one up. Uh, this is a sleep token cover. I'm noticing a lot of girls are into this band, which makes me question myself because I do like the fucking lyrics a lot. Like a lot. The lyrics are really good. But it's a chick band. And she's basically naked. Wow. That's pretty close. It was no accident. She's definitely an alto. We were tangled up like is Chuck. Oh, uh, that was kind of weak. A sacred body So Here comes the guitars. Wow, that was pretty good. I gotta admit, that's that's pretty fucking good. I'm impressed. Cause I yeah, Matt in Oregon, <clears throat> I tried, but I I ain't hitting send on that shit. Um next one. Something I actually wanna see. Sleep talker. 
my favorite song. It's all over the place now. They're really going to blow the fuck up. They're sold out of everything. I asked Santa for... Um, I asked soda, Santa, soda, Santa for just a beanie, and I think she found something. But, yeah, it, they're sold out. They're, they're blowing up, and it's weird. The U.S. tour was ahead of them blowing up. They probably should have waited because they would have sold some shit out because we would go. All right, next one. Do I have no clue? Just ground them the game. Ooh, that's nice. Wow, that's pretty cool. So I'm actually getting shit that I want to see. Holy crap. All right, no clue. And let me dog you. Oh, shit. Throw the cover. The lyrics on this are fucking amazing. And once again, it feels like I wrote that song. Because I've said all that fucking shit. Anyway, moving on. This is an old dude. So I, 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 I once again, I don't check him out. I, I only know of a few. There's one with a lesbian girl on here, which was interesting, the way she talked. And this one is some old dude. And I don't know what he's talking about. So let's find out. Hey, has your partner ever told you the reason why they cheated on you? was because you didn't give them enough attention or that you didn't give them enough affection. Let's be clear on something. Anytime someone says the reason why they cheated was because of something you did or didn't you did? do. Yeah. That's a crock of shit. Look, you can make a laundry list of things that's the reason why people cheat. You know, they're lonely, they starve affection, they need sex, on and on and on and on. Those are never the reason why somebody cheats because it's very, very simple. There is no reason for cheating. There is none. And as has been documented on the show, we talked about divorce. I cheated, went home and told her I cheated. We worked it through. Nine times out of ten, it's because you just stopped talking. Most of these relationship things, you just stop talking. You don't even have hallway sex, which is going past each other saying, fuck you. And then your marriage or your relationship goes to dog shit because you just didn't talk and you let little stupid fucking shit get in the way of a relationship when you just talk. It's usually nothing. It's little things that the other person believes are true. But, all right, next, it looks like another sleep token, sorry. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna move this. It's a really poorly recorded fucking thing. All right, next. Moving on. I have any good ones today. Oh, this is, yeah, this is the one. Look at that. Kevin and your hoes. People listen. I hate when people... Oh, hold on a second. I'm going to fuck this up. There you go. I hate when people ask why I'm single because apparently being an independent small town rum downing bogan isn't attractive, Kevin. Go talk to your hoes. Matt, she's a mechanic. She likes rum, not bourbon. Just throwing it out there, bro. I don't know what she looks like, but you have an interest. This is the lesbian, and this kind of took me back a bit. Keep the girl that's badass enough to get everybody's attention, but loyal enough to only want you. That's like a dude talking. That kind of surprised me. Because, you know, I've been around with lesbians in a while. 
Next. Now, I haven't had any fun today. Any dog or anybody. Or this one, of course. The mechanic's daughter grew up going mudding, not relying on any fancy inheritance, and I'm building my own ranch. Think you can keep up? Jesus Christ on a popsicle stick. Matt, what are you doing? I don't know who this lady is. Where did I get this? Cow ball girl. You know what? I'm going to do matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Something, something, something. I think I'm singing a Disney tune. I'm not singing matchmaker because that's from freaking Fiddler on the Roof. Cow bell. Oh, the lesbian chick again. Let me find Cowbell. What the fuck's her name? Hold on a second. I, I'm going to freaking... Uh, um, let me try to freaking find this. Where is it? Um, let's pop it up here. We're blowing it up. Okay, hold on. That toe ball girl. Matt, that, T-H-A-T-T-O-W-B-A-L-L, girl. Look her up. Right down your alley, little brother. You bring her to Thanksgiving dinner. I can look at her. Thank you. Moving on. <laughs> That's creepy. This is a poor girl who wants to get Look at this. A year ago, my husband left me. Recently, I lost my dog. I'm all alone now. I can't bear to be alone anymore. I'm, am I worthy of happiness and love? That is so fucking sad. And I don't know why you hit send. I, I don't... Anybody that's on TikTok trying to find somebody is just trying to fuck somebody. Sorry. I said it. You're not going to get the guy you're looking for. They don't want love. They want dead ass. So don't know, but I feel really bad for her. That's really sad. That's really sad. I, there's a lot of sad people in the world. It makes me sad. Oh, it's a, this girl right here. My God in heaven. Sweet Lord. Lord Jesus. I don't know. Right there, though, you're doing something to me. I don't know what it is. This is a non-sexual show, but sweet Jesus. Where did that one go? Then there's... uh, These came up in my feed. Um, I don't know if I... Can I pull up a picture on this? I'm having a little identity crisis because... um, I'll, I'll fix this. I'll pull it up on the other thing. Um, no, I'll do this. Hold on a second. What are you doing? Play baseball. Oh, I guess it's not loaded. Excuse me. Um, I, once again, don't follow this person. I 
I complain about it, but it, that dress was amazing. I, it felt weird. I felt like I literally was having a heart attack. It made me feel really wrong because she's really young and like, my God, she, was, she wouldn't even notice I was alive, but that dress, Jesus. Anyway, so these are... Hey, um, Hey, Is her drunk? Somebody put she this up. I have no idea what she said. Oh, I had a panic attack about it. Taylor, I'm gonna need you to pull yourself together, okay? We still got a couple more awards. I'm fine. <laughs> this is Rena Yang. She's my cinematographer. Oh my god. What? Can you fix my makeup? You know, the thing about that that bothers me as the, the dad in me kicks in, or just human, who let her get like that? Come on, man. Be a friend. Don't let her get shit-faced. You don't let friends get shit-faced. Not in public. This came in my feed. I guess Sydney is one of her songs, and everybody was talking about it, and it was everywhere. Anyway, the whole production and stuff. I mean, I guess if you look at this concert from that aspect, because now you don't have a choice, you're constantly getting T-Swift everywhere. My assumption, man, you're getting music. I mean, it's a whole production and shit, which is pretty cool. This one is my favorite, so I'm going to let this play out as this girl goes through what anybody who listens to this song goes through, because it's like all the emotions. I think it's just so funny. There you go. Goddamn guitars are so good. Here it comes. And guitar. I dig this chick. I'm going to follow her. That is just so freaking cool. That is just... It's exactly what I went through in my living room, in my jammies, when the wife said, I found this new band. I think you'll like them. And she played that song and my, my fucking head exploded because I started with, it's a ballad. That's not for me. And then these fucking guitars came in and then he started rapping and I actually liked the rap, which is totally not me. And then he screamed and then... He balladed, and then these freaking evil guitars came slamming in to my world, and I went, my God, what the hell is that? And now I'm a 15-year-old kid at the age of 56. I want a beanie, a shirt. I mean, that's all I told Santa. I want everything sleep token, and I bought all their albums, and I have lost my friggin' mind like I'm a kid. I don't know how it happened. It was just that one song, like that lady just did. That's that's some crazy-ass shit that a song could do that, especially at my age, because I don't... I've never been like that. I mean, I wasn't when I was a kid, I guess, but fuck me running. It's so damn good. Anyway, all right, we're going to go into a short woke, because I'm still trying to keep the one, one, uh, one hour, 30 minutes, not going over it, so let's go into woke. Turn it up. 
whether Joe Biden believes this madness or is simply too weak to resist it, his administration has been completely hijacked by the radical left. The dividing line in America is no longer between right or left. The choice is between normal or crazy. Not being able to afford menstrual products is known as period poverty. It's an issue of inequity that is familiar to teachers like Sarah Kern, who witnessed the issue while teaching at Chiefest Kamakahele Middle School. I saw a lot of period poverty at our school. It was mostly indirect. There's a lot of students who would go to the health room to get their, their products, and that resulted in missing class time. Um, I personally and a lot of teachers would provide products to students, so I would always keep some in my desk. Hawaii State Representative Amy Peruso has been advocating for period poverty since her former days of teaching. You know, when we talk about, for example, Hawaii Public Schools, the vast majority of our menstruators um, live in fairly high poverty communities and conditions. It took several years of lobbying, but students and advocates celebrated a victory in June 2022 when legislation requiring the Hawaii Department of Education to provide free menstrual products in public. All right, little freaking crazy on that, huh? This whole fucking thing just cracks me up. Menstruators. What, what does that even mean? Women menstruate. Why can't we just be normal? And then we have a, uh, this one's a person on TikTok. Uh, a transgender YouTuber bullies a pizza man after being misgendered and another school teacher, which makes us all realize why we don't want our kids in public school. You guys look like a girl. I don't You don't? Do I look like a boy or a girl? Am? Me. I think you're a boy. No, I'm a girl. Okay. Okay. What do you think you look like? Sorry. No. Just ugly. Okay. You help me out with this pizza? Here, you could actually have my pizza. Do you like those? Yes. He's so mean I'm not eating his pizza, so you should have it. Oh, yeah? Fuck him. You enjoy your pizza. Thank you. Bye. Look at him. He's so mean. Do I look like a boy or girl? He's telling me I'm a man. Come on. No. It doesn't take I'm rocket man. science. I'm a man. He thinks it's funny. Right? It doesn't take rocket science to figure it out. No. Thank you. Enjoy your pizza. Bye. Bye. I'm just telling you. You have to be more respectful. Yeah, you are not. You're not embarrassed to be ignorant and rude? I am not good English. I don't buy that for a minute. <laughs> I think you speak English just fine, my love. Because you understood every other sentence we have. Do you know if there are any bills or school board candidates in your area that are focused on parents' rights in education? If so, there's a good chance they might be putting trans and LGBTQ plus youth in danger. Most people advocating for these so-called parents' rights are advocating to out LGBTQ plus students to their families. If a young person isn't coming out to their family, there might be a reason for that. And if they are rejected by their parents because of their identity, they're eight times more likely to attempt to end their own life. So they're at risk for self-harm, but they're also at risk for abuse and neglect. Let's look at the kinds of abuse that trans and non-binary students might face if they're outed by their teacher to their families. So as you can see here, 13% of trans and non-binary students report that their families have been physically violent towards them. And 11% of their families have threatened them with homelessness or forced them to leave the home. 
So obviously students are not going to feel comfortable coming out to their teachers. These students may not have any other adult to talk to. And we know that having at least one supportive adult in their life can reduce the risk of them attempting to end their life by 40%. So if you care about keeping students safe, then please look into these bills and look into these candidates who are running under the guise of parents' rights. We have today on issues of social justice and education, follow Little Justice Leaders. Get the fuck out of here. It goes with this new thing. I guess I could take my other headphone. My earbuds have died for a second. I just swapped to the other ones. This is the new thing that they, they believe that if you don't use the right gender, they're going to commit suicide. You know, once again, I, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going to be that fucking guy. Here's the reality. 150,000. 150,000 vets have committed suicide. They don't have tendencies. They did it. You people give zero fucks. Zero. So I don't want to fucking hear it. Vermont school rejects detransition day added to school calendar, but you have transition day. 11-year-old girl assigned a transgender girl, male, to share a bed on a tour, uh, cross-country road trip. I'm not making that fucking shit up. Virginia school districts includes Palestinian while excluding Israel from a multicultural fair. And this came from prideuk.org. One person says, you disgust me. Suicide is a sign of mental illness or something deeply wrong in one's life. Stop minimizing it by saying a word means life or death. The reality is these people are suicidal because you're jacking them full of fucking hormones. That's why. Liberal media loons melt down over Ted Cruz's proposal on preferred pronouns. He would have a limit the use of preferred pronouns by trans people. The irony critics point out the senator whose legal name is Raphael, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, fuck off. Fuck pronouns. I, I got no time for your fucking pronouns. Megan Kelly just was, has one word for two men, and they are men taking top spots in Illinois. Men took the top podium spots in women's speed cycling, and they look like dudes infuriating and she's right conservative commentators guy benson and his husband have now rented a womb to acquire a baby and move which dave rubin and his husband made as well this is wicked and abomination before god and should have absolutely no place in conservative politics why they want to have a kid it's their business it's none of yours go get fucked all right back to our vice uh, I hate Vice because they have a huge banner. Hundred ways white people can make life less frustrating for people of color. All of a sudden, I just went over my time, so I'm fucking hurrying up. Sorry. Don't rise. Don't rinse. Let me put a dip in. Don't rinse our culturally specific memes. They're ours. Go enjoy what weird ones about the plums. If you're at my house party, don't turn off the weekend to put on Arctic Monkeys. Well, that's just poor choice to fuck with somebody's radio to begin with. You're at their house. Listen to what the fuck they want. Avoid phrases, but I have a black friend. When you endlessly complain about how terrible white people are, you are being the terrible white person. Oh, so you hate white people is not enough to hate white... Okay, got it. Don't say shit like, I know what it's like to be a person of color. That's just stupid. Don't question someone's blackness if they're light-skinned. Well, here's the problem. You do. You guys have devalued light skin everything. You say Arabs are white. 
When you find instances of racist bullshit online, please don't send it to us. We know racism exists. Never try and tell a person of color what is or isn't racist. Read something only written about, and rather than coming to our friends, acquaintance, color, looking for hot takes on anything, understand that some days even more mentally exhausting for people of color thanks to news cycles. Shut the fuck up. Um, journalist says, racist genocide, apologize, reminder of white supremacist. This reminds me of white supremacists historically painted black and brown men as rapists to justify lynching them. Oh, so it's bad to say that Palestinians raped Israeli women. That's bad. Okay. And you fucking people, you, you just literally just, just, what the fuck, man? The white supremacists now are you. So I spent yesterday evening on a quiet night in and around 11 p.m. I'm getting to smell smoke. It's on my flat. I went to investigate. This is somewhat, somewhat angry, but evidence-based. Wood-burning thread. Trigger warning for urban wood burners. So it's bad to burn wood now for climate. Reporter paid to report on climate crisis tells everyone to not question the crisis. To all those complaining about the world leaders flying to attend a meeting on climate change or not saying anything original, fact is you can't do a Zoom call with 190 countries and face-to-face talk about the needle that they need the most. Well, yes, you can. Because the reality is, in my lifetime, it has been global, cooling, warming, change, crisis, evidence, Leonard Nimoy. At least eight times in the past million years, it has advanced and retreated with clockwork regularity. If we are unprepared for the next advance, the result could be hunger and death on a scale unprecedented in all of history. What scientists are telling us now is that the threat of an ice age is not as remote as they once thought. During the lifetime of our grandchildren, Arctic cold and perpetual snow could turn most of the inhabitable portions of our planet into a polar desert. In 1977, the worst winter in a century struck the United States. Arctic cold ripped the Midwest for weeks on end. Great blizzards paralyzed cities of the Northeast. One desperate night in Buffalo, eight people froze to death in marooned cars. Pat Bushnell was on the road that night. Traffic just absolutely stopped. I was afraid of being stuck in the car all night long with the uh, cold and the wind running out of gas. And then what? Followed by KGB saying he is turbocharging climate action. But I thought it was crisis. I'm so fucking confused. This weekend, during COP28, the Biden-Harris administration announced the Environmental Protection Agency's final standards to sharply reduce methane emissions from oil and gas operations. This rule advances the president's historic climate agenda, will prevent 
1.5 billion metric tons of greenhouse gas emissions and deliver billions of dollars in health and economic benefits. Under the president's leadership, the U.S. is turbocharging the speed and scale of climate action, both at home and abroad, including our collective efforts to tackle super pollutants like methane. Sharp cuts in methane emissions are among the most critical actions the United States can take in the short term to slow the rate of climate change. President Biden also led and delivered the most ambitious climate agenda ever, and the president will continue to treat climate change as the existential threat that it is. These people are so funny. Gen Z is going to save the world by not vaping because of the cobalt mines. But the thing is so funny is that they don't realize that's what EVs are made out of. And people in the Congo are, are doing it for you. So, yeah, you're, you're not helping shit. U.S. Army ready to pursue an electric light recon vehicle that won't be able to be charged. So then we'll all die. Sadly, they found the five remains of the airmen from the Osprey crash. And all I have to say is I'm so sorry for this family. But the worst part about it is the fact that we're going to go to the V280, which is VTOL, and the Osprey's a piece of shit, so why are we doing it in the Army? Which brings us to This Is Our America, or This Is America, and it's all about we must hate Elon Musk. And they literally say alt-right riots in Ireland are because of Musk. Enjoy. This is America. Don't catch you slipping, no. This is America. He has some, um, he does not mince words, shall I, we you say. You know, I think we, it, was, it was fascinating. I was speechless when he made those remarks, the ones that have gone viral. <laughs> I do encourage people to see the whole thing because in many ways, I think you got to see the full Elon Musk. I think you saw that Elon Musk is many people. Uh, mm -hmm. You can see the Einstein and sort of Steve Jobs version of Elon Musk. You can see a, almost a demonic version of Elon Musk. And the idea is, the question is, can pe people hold all of these ideas in their head and can they be in the same person? What was so interesting to me was he kept saying, I don't care if I am mm -hmm. uh, loved or I'm hated. But what I kept trying to get back to was, do you care about being trusted? Uh, yeah. Because That's ultimately, the advertisers need to trust you. The folks who are going to get in your vehicles need to trust you. The government that's paying for SpaceX, putting these uh, rockets in, need to trust you. And and we we were trying to grapple that, with that, mm -hmm. and he was trying to grapple with that. Well, you talked about demonic, the demonic yeah. side. He talked about his own demons. Like, yeah. what did you glean about that part of him? Look, I think a lot of what drives him um, in very good ways and bad ways is a childhood i mean there was a moment where yeah. he was almost crying yeah. during this interview where you could really see uh the demons that power a lot of this and it was it's sad there is a there is a depression under it um i, I don't want to uh I, I don't want I don't want to say too much about and, and I can't diagnose him myself, but yeah. there is something that that is driving him. And I think it's in many ways it's productive and in other ways it's it's less yeah. productive. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're talking about the world's richest man, two hundred twenty five yeah. billion dollars and his contributions to modern society are undeniable in yeah. so many ways. To your point, you've covered him for a long time. How do you think it plays out? I mean, how does this 
Where, where does this go for, from here for Elon Musk? I mean, does he tank X? Does it get sold? Does, like, how, right. how do you... So he likes to say he doesn't care, and he was yeah. ready to... Mm -hmm. He cares. It was Elon Musk unfiltered during an interview as the world's richest person defended himself and his social media company amid a string of controversies. Here's Emily Aketa. It was back to business for Tesla CEO Elon Musk today, with a highly delayed and anticipated initial delivery of the EV company's otherworldly Cybertruck. Finally, the future will look like the future. It comes less than 24 hours since Musk's stunning sit-down with CNBC's Andrew Ross Sorkin. If somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go f yourself. Is that clear? I hope it is. Hey, Bob. That was the bombshell message from the world's richest person to advertisers, including Disney CEO Bob Iger and NBCU's parent company Comcast, for pulling ad spending from his social media platform. An exodus this month after Musk appeared to endorse an anti-Semitic post on X. I'm sorry. It's so amazing how you can that quick change with lefties. Remember, this guy has made the largest EV company in the world. He's doing everything they want. He was woke. He's putting people on. He, he is our space program right now, but he's a douche because he won't play the full game. It's unbelievable. So that wraps up another episode of Flyover Politics Podcast. Share with your family and friends. Go to Flyover Politics with K at SoundCloud, 482-467 at Rumble. Thoughtpodcast at gmail.com to communicate and tell me I suck. Next show will be the 9th. Or 10th, depending on how we go estate sale. I don't know what the missus got planned. So the 9th or 10th, uh, till then, disconnect from all your devices. Don't give the yeah, yes. And as always, thanks for listening. Take care. Every death is a tragedy, y'all. Seven lives.